Welcome to Water and Air, the go-to legal podcast for senior legal professionals looking to take themselves and their teams to the next level by Parul Patel and powered by Fuel and Move. For more information on how Fuel and Move can help set up your legal team for a better version of success, click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to episode two of Water and Air. And today we're talking about that elusive high performance and success without exhaustion. So why is this topic so important? Well, you know, you've watched and listened and read to probably as many resources I I have on high performance. Even those resources that break down the secret source step by step, your seven steps to your 12 steps to your three steps. We've all read it and we all get inspired by it in the moment. And then we have to go back to our everyday lives. You know, we feel a little bit inspired and we go back to our everyday lives. And that's when we experience the reality of high performance. And it's more like high exhaustion performance. Let's paint a picture of what that actually looks like. You wake up by 10.20, you've hit your second frantic phone call, your 15th email, and you just see that inspiration is just waning away from you. It's virtually left you. And it seems as far away from high performance as you could possibly get. You're super busy, but you're not quite sure what you're busy doing, or even if it matters. You don't have time to think about that. You've got to hurry and rush to the next call, to the next event, to the next matter. Can you even remember if you ate breakfast? A week goes by and you go back to that podcast or the book or the inspirational speaker and you recharge your inspiration tank and repeat. It's like Groundhog Day and you're just, you're too busy to change it, right? You're just too busy to change it. In this episode, I want to challenge your assumptions about the unbreakability of this high exhaustion cycle. Challenge you to do one small, ordinary thing that chips away at the unbreakable cycle and let yourself start releasing your own distinct extraordinary. So let's just have a check-in on how you really feel about exhaustion. Imagine if you have to have a surgery. Would you prefer the surgery to be carried out by a team that is fresh and well-rested? or a team who've just finished another 10-hour surgery after the fourth night of a four-hour of restless sleep. But of course, they're considered the high-performance team. Who would you rather be operating on you? I know which one I'd want. I'd want the well-rested team with the fresh minds and hands. They're less likely to make judgment or movement errors, more likely to stay calm and be able to make the unexpected critical calls that surgeries often produce. As lawyers, we are also often dealing with people in situations where our clients feel vulnerable and are trusting the future of their company or family into our hands. And we owe it to them to bring our best selves, not our most inflated selves bearing the bragging rights of little sleep and long hours. That just makes us a liability, whether we recognize it or not. And I'm not going to lie, throughout the early years of practicing law, I hadn't really figured this out either. I wore my long hours and big deals like a badge of honour. I had no idea that the very attitude was probably holding me back from the one thing I wanted more than anything at work, to be an excellent lawyer and deliver outstanding outcomes for my clients. And out-of-the-box solutions with lower mitigated risk and better returns. And I did that to the best of my ability at the time. And it worked pretty well because I was enjoying double-digit pay rises and promotions on a two- to three-year cadence. It was a fast track, but a fast track to where? And who knows what impact I might have had 
if I knew the unwritten rules that applied to each new role and how my unique distinctiveness would have allowed me to shine in each of those roles? What if I had known how to better choose the next role or the next move to align with what I really wanted? What if I'd understood the first thing about the realities of actual high performance and its inextricable dependency on well-being and inclusivity? Or indeed, what that might have meant for the people I managed? You know, most of this is not really new knowledge. It's just not really made readily available to us as lawyers in a way that, you know, we can hear it, listen to it and do it. You know, you hear it, but then you go back to the office and there's a thousand things and you don't really have time to stop and think about how to do the thing that you've been doing for the last three, five, 10 years in a different way. I learned from the first time I left the law. And when I returned, it was a whole different experience for me and for the stakeholders, from the people I managed to those I reported into and those I advised. But for all these experiences, I wouldn't be in the unique position I am now to turn my bumps and bruises, eclectic experiences and knowledge into ladders for others, and especially lawyers navigating their careers with substantively the same support I was getting two decades ago. And let me tell you, it wasn't enough then, and it's certainly not enough now. Don't just take my word for it. There are countless academic and anecdotal insights which inform us of the true impact of exhaustion. Well, not even exhaustion, just tiredness and rushing. And guess what? It's not positive on immediate cognitive or physical performance, and certainly not on the long term. It causes tiredness, drop in enthusiasm and motivation levels. I mean, do you remember what your enthusiasm was like when you first started your job? And how does that compare to where you are now? I mean, let's not even think back to our first jobs, right? When we're full of bubbly energy. Exhaustion and tiredness makes for increased error rates, poor judgment, irritability, frustration, blindness to our own failures, and an enslaving dependency on bias based decision making. Increased error rates, poor judgment, irritability, frustration. I mean, all these words, you're recognizing them and you're probably recognizing them as things that you experience on a day-to-day basis. But that blindness to our own failures, the enslaved dependency on bias-based decision making, basically your fast brain deciding for you whether or not it makes any sense, but it's used to it. And the impact all of this has on the teams and the people around us. I mean, it's scary. Thank heavens for occasional mercy and forgiveness from the people around us, because that's what we're really depending on when we go into our everyday lives with this level of exhaustion. And that's just the short-term immediate impact. The long-term impact makes for a very poor future. But of course, that won't happen to you. But even on the short-term impact, at the very least, reduce error-generating, frustrating exhaustion and performance already improves Adding well-being to that will help performance rise to a whole different level, an optimal level. I mean, high exhaustion performance is par for the course, right? That's what we do. That's just how it is. It's worked for the generations that went ahead. And so it must be true that we have to do the same. Anyway, you don't have time or power to change or inclination, even if you knew how to do it or wanted to do it or both. But imagine if we took that same approach to asbestos in buildings or using cocaine to soothe teething pain in babies, or tapeworm for weight management, and just ignored the fact that these methods are now known to be deadly dangerous. 
you'd be right in wanting to correct me and set me on a course that was perhaps a little less deadly, right? Maybe shoving Bonjello in my hand for teething babies or suggesting that perhaps instead of the tapeworm, I might just, you know, make a few dietary changes, eat smarter and move a little bit more so that I can manage my weight better. But you wouldn't just let me, oh, just let her carry on having the tapeworm. That's fine. It's up to her. You're not going to do that. You're not, I hope you're not going to let me fall down that hole. So how can I, now that I am equipped with better information and actual solutions to improving your career experience, how can I not share that with you? Especially now that we've also got the next generation, Gen Z, pushing us to step up and change the game in that respect. They're no longer willing to take the high exhaustion performance plan. They know there's a better way and they're demanding to receive it. I mean, it's like a perfect storm to finally start shifting from high exhaustion performance to well-being powered performance optimization. And I can help you set yourself and your team up for a better version of success powered by well-being. But to do that, you first need to decide that you want to set yourself up for success. So I'm challenging you now to check your assumptions and challenge your too busy status, which makes you too busy to think slowly on purpose and with a purpose, even if that purpose is free, unscripted thinking. It's a bright, gleaming indicator of a high exhaustion lifestyle. But you already know that and you're numb to it. So is it really a problem? Is your busyness on purpose and for a purpose? Let me ask you this one thing. Can you think of just one thing that you could do today to make your busyness at work work for you? Just imagine the scenario. You're you're in a canoe, you're in some rough waters and you're paddling like crazy. You're paddling, paddling, paddling. It's hard work. And then you find the current that's working with you. You're still having to paddle hard, but with the current in your favor, you're making far better traction and actually the whole experience is way better. So just think about one thing that you can do today to shift your busyness from the unknown reasons, purpose-free busyness into busyness that is on purpose. It's there by your intention for a purpose that you have clarity over. And just as an indicator to know whether, you know, what that looks like, think about the things that when you're doing it, it gives you that sense of, of joy and satisfaction. You know, the kind of joy and satisfaction that you experience after a good gym session where you've given it your all, you've worked really, really hard, but you didn't work so hard that you pulled a muscle or blew out your knee in the process. So maybe it's like blocking out five minutes every hour to just stop and breathe or chat nonsense with a colleague. Maybe it's assessing the day's events at the end of the day and reflecting on what went well, how it made you feel, and then planning your priorities for the next day. You know, we're all different. Some of us, we like our lists and it really helps power us and gives us energy. For others, we want more free-spirited and the lists are going to drag us down. So don't use a list if it's going to drag you down. If a list is going to give you energy, then get those lists going. The point is pick something that works for you or maybe even try something that you've not tried before and see if that's going to work for you. Try it for a week and adjust and above all, just keep going. One small thing, we often find it's the everyday ordinary that delivers the extraordinary outcomes. So I really want to encourage you to find your extraordinary and unlock your spark of joy. And maybe that'll come by helping others along the journey too. And you can do that by maybe sharing your tips, share things that have worked for you and things that haven't worked for you. 
how they've made you feel. I mean, there's nothing like a good share and learn. So leave your comments in the box and let's see if we can't help each other get to a better version of success. And see you next time. I cannot wait. Thank you for being part of the Water and Air community. Make sure you never miss an episode release by subscribing and reviewing the podcast below. Also, leave your questions in the comments box and we'll try to answer them in future episodes. For the latest on performance optimization for lawyers, you can visit fuelandmove.com. We are so looking forward to you joining us next time.